Welcome to a special bonus episode of Meet Us at Molly's. I'm one of your co-hosts. My name is Bryna, and I'm here with Gina and Ashley. Tonight, we are joined by a very special guest, Mr. Jeff Dreyer. Jeff is a writer and producer on Chicago Med. So without further ado, here's our conversation. The first question that we have for you is just kind of starting out with like your background. Um, from our understanding is you're an actual doctor. So what, what kind of medicine do you practice or do you still practice medicine? Like what is, what's your background like as a doctor? Uh, I'm an actual doctor, it's true, um, but, uh, yeah, but not necessarily a good one. Um, I, I, was a, I was a dermatologist, okay. and I still practice once a month. I do some surgery, but otherwise I'm just doing television full-time now. Very cool. Where are you located in the Chicago area, or in L.A., or where are you located? Yeah, we're actually in L.A. Our offices are uh, on the Universal lot. And so all the writers hang out here, and then all the, the show gets shot in Chicago. Very cool. And so medicine and television are two very different worlds. So what made you want to get involved in television, and like was working in television something you were always passionate about? Uh, I always loved television. I, I didn't really know you could be a TV writer until I moved out to Los Angeles. Uh, but then, you know, I, I, I started looking into it and it sounded like a lot of fun and you know uh it's it's a chance to tell some really good stories to a lot of people all at once and uh, it's nice being able to 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 reach so many people at once so so i you know i get excited about that where are you from originally ohio wow so what made you move to la uh you know i uh after residency, I, I had to move somewhere, and it was sunny here and nice, and uh, I had a, a few friends here, and it just seemed like a, like a fun place to move to. Interesting. That right. That's like the dream, to jump from a profession like that to television. Yeah, it's been great. I have to say, they haven't kicked me out yet, so I've been very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and so, how did you get involved in Chicago Med? Was it, like... Were you a part of the show from the inception and, like, the backdoor pilot, or were you brought on after it had gotten picked up as, like, a full-time show by NBC? Yeah, I got brought in after it got picked up. Uh, I had been writing on a show called Royal Pains on USA. I love that show! <laughs> Good, I'm glad. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so I'd been working there, and uh, when we heard that this got picked up, uh, I tried very hard to, uh, to, to get on it because, you know, Dick Wolf does a great job, and this is a great bunch of people to be involved with. Yeah, and so kind of talking about Royal Pains, I mean, you were a writer and producer there, so like, how has your experience from Royal Pains influenced the work you do on Chicago Med? Uh, you know, it's funny, it's different, because we approach all the cases, you know, all the medicine differently on this show, so we do, we end up doing a lot of the same kinds of diseases and conditions on the show, but they're completely different stories. So every time I think to myself, oh, you know, good, I've done that one. This is going to be easy. But then it's not because it's a completely different thing every time. <laughs> right. But, uh, but, you know, it, 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 you know, being on other medical shows, you know, it helps you understand how to, how to think about 
the cases and how to tell, you know, our characters' stories through the medicine, right? Because, you know, what you really want to find out about is what's going on with Will and Natalie and, and Connor and all that, not, you know, was it the liver or the spleen? So <laughs> that's, that's, that's always the, the trick. Yeah, and so kind of going off of that, where, as like the, in the writer's room, like where do you guys get all your inspiration for all these different medical cases? Because obviously there's like usually two or three an episode. So are they based off of real cases that you've read about? Are they sometimes things that you learned about in medical school, but they're so rare that you've never seen? Like where does that, where do these like medical cases, like storylines come from? From all those things, you know, you, you, uh, you know, just reading on the internet and reading books and trying to find cases and crazy things that happen to people or interesting stories. Uh, you know, we've got a medical researcher here, uh, Gabe, and all he does is is find these stories and and uh, you know interesting uh, situations that people are in. So, and sometimes it's just talking, everybody talking and hearing things about each other's lives and and things that happen to people we know. So, you know, comes from anywhere. If you guys have any ideas, let me know. <laughs> Are you the only doctor in the writer's room? Yeah. Interesting. But, you know, everybody now is sort of an honorary doctor. After three years, they all think they're doctors. <laughs> they're not, but they think they are. That's yeah. funny. Do you have a favorite or, like, most weird, on either med or royal pains, like, do you have a favorite or most weird medical case that you're like, that's one I'm never going to forget? <laughs> Uh, let's see, um, trying to think, I don't want to, there's a weird one that we're going to bring back for this show, so I want to give it away. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> I can think of a weird one from Royal Pains, for what it's worth. Which one? There was yeah. an episode in one of the later seasons where Hank was treating a stunt double, I think, and she was wearing these contacts, and every time she would, she would pass out. That was my episode. Okay, yeah, I thought that was a weird one, because then, like, I think at the end of the episode, like, her heart stops, and I'm like, that, from, from wearing contact lenses? Okay. Yep, it's a, it's a, it's right, it's an ocular, oculocardiac reflex, reflex, or something like that. I remember that. Crazy. That was a good one. I love that show. I was, yeah, I was big on that show. That is a weird one. That's a weird, yeah. Ooh, that that's a weird one. <laughs> yeah, and so, um. At least for Met, the first episode, if I'm, if IMDb is telling me correctly, the first episode that you wrote was 105, which is the part of the cross, like the first crossover that Met did, right? With yep. the other shows. Uh-huh. And so, what is it like? I think, I mean, one of the things that makes these shows so unique is all these crossovers. So, what is it like putting those crossovers together from like a writing and production standpoint? And was there any kind of pressure knowing that your first episode is? like such a big one <laughs> yes and yes and yes um it was it, it's a it's it's a lot of extra work because uh right we had to you know you have to coordinate it's really like a three-hour movie right we had right. to coordinate everything together so that it was one continuous story and but you know highlight each of the casts in each hour of it so that's you know that that's obviously not an easy thing to do and have the story make sense so, uh, so, you know, there are a lot of discussions, all of us, you know, 18 people in a room together trying to, trying to figure stuff out. And then, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of medicine on the fire and TV episodes. So it was a lot of talking to those writers and making sure their stuff was straight so that our story made sense. And then I had to make sure, you know, I got all the, the, 
you know, the, the police stuff and the detective stuff right because, you know, you don't want to make the, the other shows look bad. So it was a lot of talking to each other and <laughs> figuring it out. Right. And then the production is, you know, is also extremely hard, getting everybody onto everybody's sets and scheduling it all and, and shooting the whole thing in two weeks. So it was it was a challenge. But, uh, but you know, it's in the end it's rewarding. It's fun to see it all come together like that. Yeah, for sure. And is it weird, like, writing scenes for characters that you don't get to spend time developing throughout the season? Because, like, obviously you write for Med and you write, you know, 22 episodes, but, you know, the characters for Fire and PD, you know, you only write for them for this one episode or even these one, like, couple of scenes here and there. So, like, is that, how is that, what is that like? <laughs> it's it's hard because you don't want to screw up their stories by, uh, giving somebody some piece of history that the, <laughs> the other show can't get rid of ever again. Um, you, right, you don't want them to talk, in, you don't want them to speak in the wrong way, you don't, uh, you don't want them to say something that they wouldn't normally say. Uh, so it's tricky, and, and you know, luckily the actors are very good, because you know, when we have actors from the other shows on our show, you know, I'll write something for them, and then you know, Jesse or Sophia or Taylor will say, well, you know, my character would actually say it like that. And, uh, and, you know, and that, then they're, they're the best person in the world at knowing that. So they're, they're, they're good at making sure their character doesn't sound not right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's interesting. Um, and so we got some Twitter questions for you. Um, and so somebody we're, and something we were wondering and something somebody had asked us was, so the last episode you wrote from, again, from IMDb's point of view, was mm -hmm. called Deliver Us, right? 221? Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, or at least the ones that we've seen, 221. Right. Um, and so, in the fan, in the, I don't know how much you know about the, like, online world of One Chicago fans, but that episode caused a kind of a big stir because it ends with Jay asking Natalie to the Blackhawks game after Will bails on him, and so that whole thing, like, people were not happy that Jay was <laughs> in the girl. And so yes. people were just kind of interested and we were kind of wanting to know like what was the intent and kind of like original idea behind that story since obviously in the season finale, the last episode we've seen is like Jay kind of says, Will, like you're being stupid, go get your girl. <laughs> uh, kind of what was the original intent on having this whole storyline play out in the last couple of episodes of Med last season? Well, we didn't, you know, we didn't want to give away the ending, so we wanted to... Right have a little bit of a misdirect and you know what better misdirect for will and the love of his life than his brother we thought <laughs> <laughs> and then you know it turned out people got angry and rightly so and and you know uh luckily it never really went any farther than that and uh, you know if probably if you ask the characters, I, I think that, that, that Jay and Natalie are just friends and there wasn't, uh, there wasn't any kissing coming. Uh, we actually shot a scene at the hockey game and it was just them being buddies and having a fun time. Uh, so we, they ended up not making it into the final episode. But, uh, but I will say we did talk in the writer's room for, for a little while about uh, Jay and Natalie ending up together, and we entertained that for a while. It was something that we thought about, but at the end of the day, decided it, was, it just wasn't the right way to go, and it sounds like we were right. <laughs> oh, to be a fly on the wall in the writer's room then! <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a lot of discussion, but, uh, 
<laughs> we, it's, uh, luckily, we luckily we didn't do it. Oh, I couldn't imagine that. <laughs> yeah, I can't either. Uh, yeah, I can't even imagine. Um, and so, a lot of people also wanted to know, um, just kind of, is there anything you can tease us about season three? Because a lot of people wanted to know. We got a bunch of questions about. What's in store for Manstead? What's in store for Connor and Robin? What's in store for April and Choi? Like, everyone wanted to know about these relationships. So, But aside from even the ships, is there anything about season three that you can tease? Well, I mean, you know, my favorite relationship is Dr. Charles and Sarah. And even though, you know, it's a father-daughter relationship. Right. Uh, and, you know, I think we're going to get uh, a lot deeper into that this year and i think it's gonna go into interesting places and you know i always i I think they have such an interesting relationship together and now you know dr charles's daughter is around and he's got his surrogate daughter sarah and his actual daughter robin uh so i i always i always really like those scenes with them so we're gonna we're gonna get some 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 good tension between them i think this year but also, you know, the the father daughter mentor mentee kind of love that uh, that makes it such a such a good relationship that we want to keep coming back to. So we're gonna get some of that. Uh, let's see. You want to know other than the romantic relationships? I mean, people were asking us about the romances. That's mostly what we got questions about. <laughs> but I mean, I'll take whatever you can give. There is quite a juicy sneak peek promo photo that came out from 301 that, I mean, if you want to elaborate on it, feel free. Uh, Which photo is that? It might be of Natalie and Will. I don't know. (laughs) It might be. Uh, This is going to be the season of romance. There's going to be, we're upping the stakes on, on a lot of the relationships, and I think you know, people, uh, you know, our characters have gotten to know each other, know each other now over a couple of seasons. And I think we've, we've found, uh, places for people to fall in love. And, you know, that picture may have been correct. (laughs) (laughs) We'll find out Tuesday night. Uh, but I, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited about the the direction that Manstead is going in. I think, uh, I think people are going to like that. And, uh, yeah, and uh, Ethan and April, we saw them kiss at the end of last year. So that is, that's happening. And, you know, that's a, it's a complicated relationship because one's a doctor and one is a nurse. So there's a lot of politics and hierarchy stuff and things that get in the way of, of, uh, of that kind of relationship. So I think we're going to explore a lot of that. Uh, and then, of course, you know, Connor's, uh, you know, even though Robin has been, you know, diagnosed and treated, there's still a lot of lingering after effects of what she went through. And that is not necessarily going to make the relationship very easy. Uh, just because, you know, she's healthy again, isn't going to make, isn't going to make that easier. So I I think there's going to be a lot of good stuff coming up. So is Robin going to recur this season? Because obviously Micaiah Cox is on another show now. Yes, uh, yes, we've got her. We we have her for a bunch of episodes, and she's she's with us. Um, and I don't want to I don't I don't want to tell you when and where or you know give give anything too much away. But she, when we come back into the season, uh, 
right away in episode one. She's she and Connor are are dating and uh, and and they've got some stuff going on. So it's that's happening. Interesting. And so I know you had explained earlier about Jay and Natalie, but I'm I'm curious about April and Ethan as well. Obviously, we we watched the last two episodes to prepare for this week because it's not fresh in our minds. But what was kind of what what was the writer's room like when it came to that decision with April and Troy? Like, what was the motivation there? Well, you know, they, you know, we, we didn't realize it at first, but, you know, as we kept talking about it, they're very similar people right they're very they're both very stubborn they're both very opinionated and and have strong opinions um and you know uh i think when you have people who are very similar it always makes good uh good relationships because then you find you know the small ways that they're different you know can get magnified and you know april is she's very family oriented and and very warm in that way and ethan you know i think keeps people a little at arm's length and he's a little distant and so you you know i think april's going to be good for warming ethan up and ethan's you know going to be good for april because he's sort of a a like-minded uh similar soul and and uh you know the but their stubbornness will also allow for them to have a lot of conflict because neither of them ever backs down from their opinions. So I, you know, I, the more we talked about, the more we realized these guys were perfect for each other. That's interesting. Yeah. Cause I remember seeing the past two episodes. I was like, well, where, where, when did this happen? This just seems like it came <laughs> like an out of the blue. So yeah, that's interesting to hear you elaborate on that. Cause it does make a lot more sense. Yeah. I think it's going to, th- I think once you start seeing, once we start seeing them together, it's going to, it's going to feel pretty natural. Um, and you know, both of them are such good actors. Uh, you know, when you, when you watch them together, they, they, you you really feel like there's something there. So we, we've been really pleasantly surprised by how, how well that's going this year. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. And so kind of going off of that, our last question and probably my favorite question that we got (laughs) with Twitter, um, user, uh, Sinead. Um, she said, will Toy's parrot be back this season? And do the parrot and people get along now that her and Toy are dating? <laughs> That's an excellent question. And it makes me wonder if she's secretly been listening in on our conversations. <laughs> <laughs> because we had a whole episode outlined where the parrot was actually becoming depressed because Ethan... <laughs> was not paying as much attention to it anymore because Ethan had finally found real love and moved on. And then we tabled that episode <laughs> for the time being. So it has not been shot, but it's exactly the storyline we talked about. So tell her if she ever wants to just call in and offer us <laughs> any more good ideas, we're always open. Oh my God. And, uh, we're happy to hear them. That's that amazing. That's so great. Are there any Halstead brother scenes that you might be able to tease? Like, are they are do are any in existence? I'll ask it that way. Will there be any? Yes, there will. Yes, okay. we 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 love we love Jay. He's he's going to be coming on. I I can think of I can think of two and maybe three episodes we've already shot that he's on. We like Jay so, too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. I've been listening to you guys too. I know how much you like Jay. <laughs> Oh, we love to hear that. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, 
those are all the questions we had. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. We really appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. Oh, no problem. I appreciate you guys having me, and, and thanks so much for doing this. We've been listening here in the writer's room, and you guys are great. We love it. Oh, thank you. We love to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, then, have a good night, and uh, thanks a lot. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. There you have it. There's our interview with Jeff. Again, special thank you to him for coming on our show. If you haven't already done so, make sure you go back and listen to episode 18 where we discuss the Chicago Med season two finale ahead of season three, which premieres on Tuesday, November 21st. And if you've already listened to that, then we'll see you on Monday where we discuss Chicago PD season five, episode seven, which is called Care Under Fire. And we're going to discuss it with a special guest, Christina, who some of you might know as at Variety of Words on Twitter. So until then, bye everybody.